Welcome to the Friday Fraudster Podcast with Kelly Paxton, pink collar crime expert, Joe Irvin, your person for all things ethics, and Robert Barry, the guy who helps you ask better questions. Join them as they discuss sad, funny, and sometimes disturbing fraud stories. Be sure to catch past episodes on your favorite podcasting platform or go to www.fridayfraudster.com and grab some CPE while you're there. Ooh, wait a minute now. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number 97 of the Friday Fraudster. And as you can see, I'm alone right now. Kelly keeps popping back in. Here she is. So you guys, Kelly is traveling. So Kelly is in the San Diego airport and uh, she may not make it the whole show. So what I've asked <laughs> is, is there anyone that wants to join today? Bonita said yes. So Bonita might be joining in just a minute. Bonita might be joining us in just a minute. So like I said, Welcome to episode number 97. You know what? As people come in, here's what I want you guys to, 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 to answer for me. What should we do for episode 100? What should we do for episode 100? I'm trying to decide, am I going to do a best of? where I do a compilation of things, or should we just bring on some of our favorite people, like bring on Galena and Thomas and Mark and have them talk fraud with Kelly, Joe, and I for about an hour. So, oh, and Hal, Hal's here. So what do you guys think we should do for episode 100? Bonita, check your LinkedIn email. I just sent you the link if you want to join today. Now, Clarence is saying a recap of all the shows. Now, Clarence, that's a lot of work on me, man. I got to do video editing. No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I did throw it out there. But no, I, I was actually thinking that that actually would be um, pretty good. So I, I'm, I'm glad you said that, Clarence. Bonita says yes to all of it. You mean a best of and have all the, the, the past guests on, too? That's a thought. We could make it a party. Who's going to bring the candy, though? Who's going to bring the chips, Bonita? Now, you know what? Not everybody's going to get that joke. So Bonita has a book club, and I'm in the book club, primarily because I don't have to read the book. She reads it to us. And we are talking about chip wars, which is uh, probably something that fraud and audit people should be concerned with because the federal government in the United States is giving a lot of stimulus money to companies for the chip wars. We're talking microchips, computer chips, right? So it's probably something that we should all be concerned about. Ooh, Hal says get one big freaking cake to share. You know what? Maybe you all could buy us cakes. <laughs> Sona, what is funny about that? Wait, what are you laughing at, though? What Hal said or something I said? Surely not anything that I said because I rarely say anything that is funny. Okay, okay, okay. So episode 97. Episode 97. All you got is me today. So I apologize because it's going to be a horrible show. No, I'm just kidding. Let me ask you all a question. Since I can't ask Joe or Kelly a question today, I want to ask you all a question. Does anybody here like art? Art, you know, like my Crayola crayon picture drawings. Anybody like art? And if you do like art, what kind of art do you like? Do you like art? And what kind of art do you like? 
That's a question I just want to know. Um, fun fact, I am the best crayon artist you will ever find. I am the best crayon artist you ever find. So the question is, do you all like art? And what kind of art do you like? Now, Kelly is in the chat and she says that she loves art. Now, Hal is in competition with me. Hal likes color by numbers. I am the best crayon artist. You have to see it, Shree. Okay. I'll make a crayon art just for you, especially for you. I'll even put my autograph on it for you. Now, Bonita is saying she loves museums. And guys, guess what? Not only is Bonita in the chat, but Bonita is here with me. Bonita Lee. Hello, hello. I'm finally on the Friday Fraudsters. After 99 episodes, I finally made it on. <laughs> oh, stop playing, Bonita. I've asked you to be on several things with me, and because you just don't like me, you told me no. No, no. I think you had mentioned that you wanted to do a live at six in the morning for me one time, and I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was quite six in the morning. Now, <laughs> Hal is asking, do I paint in the lines? Sometimes. <laughs> so, Benita, what is your favorite kind of art? I love visiting at, at the classics. It, it doesn't matter what genre. I just love visiting museums and learning about history and art history in particular. So if I wasn't a trade compliance professional, I think I would have been an art history, you know, I, I would have been in, I would have, I would have taken that route. I would have taken art history in school if I didn't have to make money. Uh, see, therein lies the problem. You know what? I am so glad you said that because art really doesn't pay now, does it? Not until you're dead, apparently. Not until you're dead. Yes, art doesn't pay. And you know what else? Going to art, going to school for art is very expensive, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, okay, fun, fun fact. One of the universities that I worked for, they had a glass blowing program you know where you just you blow glass and you do art on the glass right that degree was tens of thousands of dollars to learn how to blow glass that's why your company doesn't uh you know give you the reimbursement when you take a glass blowing course Right. This was more than a course, though. This was an entire curriculum. Now, Kelly says creative arts, creative accountants. Wait a minute. Who is this saying that they went to school for fine art? Who is this? Uh, let's see. They're showing up as linked. Oh, that was Stephanie. Stephanie went to school for fine art. Oh, boy. Nice. Ooh. Stephanie, how much? did? Well, that probably is a little too personal. I was about to ask how much did that degree cost? So, yeah. Benita, you, you're right. Art, it doesn't pay unless you're dead, unless, unless, like Hal just said, if you steal it, 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 might, it might be lucrative. You know what, though? Oh, go ahead, Benita. You're about to say something. 
Oh no, I was just gonna say all of the best um, films, like Hollywood films about stealing art are, are like really good ones, right? Like the Thomas Crown Affair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they glamorize art and make you think that you can make money off of it. <laughs> so it's the system's fault, right? <laughs> it's all the system. Always the system's fault. Just like our subject of today's story. He was a former payroll manager for the Art Institute of Chicago. You liked the way I segued into that, didn't you? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but no, he was the former payroll manager for the Art Institute of Chicago. Now, you guys know those art institutes. You see them everywhere in most major cities. The big red sign, the Art Institute. So that's where this guy worked. He worked for the Art Institute. Now, Stephanie didn't have to steal because she says that her her education in art was actually free. So I, I, I think, you know, you, you should count yourself as lucky, Stephanie. Did you ever work as a payroll manager, though, at the Art Institute? That's the <laughs> question. Did you ever? Now, this is going to be fun today, you guys, because normally everybody is prepped for the story, everybody that's on the show. But Nita has no idea no what the story is. So this is going to be a whole lot of fun. So, OK. So this payroll manager. He's been indicted, so that means that he's not been convicted and he's innocent until proven guilty. But if you read the indictment, it is alleged that he embezzled more than $2 million in museum funds over a 12-year period. Now, Benita, how do you think he did it? Over a 12-year period. I mean, a lot of people don't check their pay stubs. Ooh, a lot of people don't check their pay stubs. Yeah, mm. so if there was a tiny bit missing off of every single employee's pay stub for 12 years, it could amount to a lot. Oh, so you think he did an office space, huh? <laughs> I didn't even know that about office space that happened in office space or superman three it happened Ooh. in superman three interesting mm. yeah I, I, yeah that's my only that's my only idea that's your only idea all right so everybody in the audience how do you think a payroll manager was able to steal 12 million dollars from an art institute from an art institute that is uh quite amazing. You know what else, Benita? Here's what else is interesting. So even though I have no artistic bones in my body, my father is actually a, an artist. He's a painter. Check this out. Let me show you something. Bet you didn't know that. Look at this. Isn't this real I see neat? A sax. Yeah, it's a saxophone. He likes mm -hmm. painting instruments and things like that. This one is my favorite one because it has a, a little bit of purple in it and stuff. But here's here's one of my other favorite ones that he's Ooh, done. What's oh, that wait a minute. One? Hold on. Oh, Let's I like see. That. It looks like a clarinet. Yeah, Ooh. well, this one, yeah, yeah. This one, I think, is a, well, yeah, it might be a clarinet. It might be a clarinet. And then here's my all-time favorite one right here. I can't tell what that is. Oh, it's a lot of abstract art, Bonita. You know, it's all subjective, right? Here's another one. Mm -hmm. I see a guitar. Yes, a guitar. Yes. <laughs> All right, so now, now, now we've got some good guess, guesses in the audience. Mark said that 
the art thefts were always fun cases to investigate. Oh, Mark, you've investigated some before, huh? Ooh. Stephanie says fake students. That's Ooh. a good guess. That's a yeah. good guess. Now, Mark is saying no separation of duties. No separation of duties. Okay, 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 okay. I think I've held everyone in suspense long enough. So there were multiple ways that they're saying that he stole these funds. But one thing that he would do, allegedly at this point, is when employees would leave, you know, when you leave a company, you have unused sick and vacation time, paid time off that can be paid out. So they said that he was stealing some of their PTO time. Oh, wow. And depositing it into his own bank account. Right, because that sits as a liability until it's paid out. There you go. There you go. It sits as a liability until it's paid out. Clarence says fake art. He wasn't quite that smart, Clarence. But yeah, so it sits as a liability. But think about this, though. How in the world was he able to do that? It takes a lot of effort and work. Wouldn't you get caught really quickly doing that? Some payroll savvy. And I guess if you're exiting and you want to argue, you got to call him. Ooh, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. And so he would just say something like, oh, it was less than you thought it was. Or And besides that, how many people actually keep up with their paid time off enough to where they know how much it's going to be? Right. Mm. The other thing, too, is it's taxed at a higher rate. So it's taxed at about a 45 to 50 percent rate. So it's going to be less than you thought it was going to be in your head anyway. So even if he paid you just a little bit and then took some. Wow, hmm. that's like income tax in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. It is. Ooh. Now, Mark says artsy people aren't financy people. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was funny. That, good that one, was Mark. Funny. That was a real good one. Okay. So let's get into exactly how he did it allegedly so he had access to the payroll system he also had access to one of the company's bank accounts so what he was doing was in the payroll system he could see the employees bank account numbers and routing numbers so there were a couple different things that allegedly he was doing one thing they alleged that he was doing was he was allowing the employees to be paid either through manual check or through wire transfer. And then he was simply duplicating the payment and having it come out again, but going to one of his bank accounts. And then he would falsify the payroll reports to only show the payment coming out once. Wow. What like, um, what was that called? Crazy. <laughs> um, whiteout. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> right. I think that's called crazy because at some point a bank reconciliation is going to be off if the payments are coming out multiple times. And right. But yeah. So but it was. To Clarence's point, if you control the process, it's not that hard. He controlled right. the entire process. So that was no a part segregation. of segregation. Sod. No segregation Sod. of duties. And we're not talking about the stuff you put on your grass either. No. Nope. Segregation of duties. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's crazy, right? Isn't that crazy? Like how? Okay. Where do you find these things, Rob? I just want to know. So now Hal is bringing up the point that I was going to go to next before I told you the, the second way that they are alleging he did it. Hal says he did it for 12 years. Right. Like tw 12 years. I bet you that wouldn't surprise Kelly. It probably wouldn't. You know, the other thing that they were saying, though, is they were saying in one of the articles that I read was that, oh, the amount was not large enough to really catch the company's attention. So I'm thinking, what did I say the amount was? $12 million? How much did I say? Let me go back. <laughs> uh, no, it was $2 million. Sorry. So that was roughly what? Uh, what is that? $20,000 uh, a, a year? Or is my math wrong? Um, I need a calculator. I know, right? $2 million over the span of about 10 years would be, what, $200,000 a year, right? Okay. I'm going to trust you on that. So $200,000 a year is not enough to get your attention? Shh, look, I need somebody to give me a minuscule amount of money every year then. How about that? Yeah, I just need a few bucks. Yeah, that's it. Just a few. <laughs> You know how I'm wondering how many times did he go to Disney in 12 years? And would so he now, have gone to Orlando or California? Ooh, well, you know, that depends. Did or, he want to go to Disney yeah. World or Disneyland? Right. Which one is best, Disney World or Disneyland? I've never been to World. Ah. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, so, Hal, which one is best, Disney World or Disneyland? I know which one I like best. And I can tell you why I like the one that I like best, best. Do tell. So, you know, I'm a little partial to Disney World. Okay. But one of the reasons I'm partial to Disney World is because of all the other things surrounding it, too. Because you can go to Epcot, and Epcot has like a world of beers, world of beer. So you can, you know, sample beer from the different places. But it also has uh, uh, um, SeaWorld is nearby, which I know is not a, a Disney property, but still. Right. And then Animal Kingdom is there, too. Right. So I, I, I right. Like You'd have to go down to San Diego if you wanted that if you were at Disneyland. Exactly. So the edge goes to Disney World. Okay, so here's the other thing that they're saying that he was doing. Similar to the first scheme, except for he wasn't paying out the amounts due to employees at all. So with that, I'm thinking for 12 years, that many employees were stiffed out of PTO time and nobody said a word? Like, how does that... How does that work? Yeah. So were they real employees? Hmm. Because I can't imagine anyone not noticing in 12 years. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying myself, too. Now. Now. <laughs> Hal says, Hal says, it's a small world. It doesn't matter. Talking about the <laughs> difference between the parks. 
<laughs> the song is going through my mind now. Hal said, I just dissed Universal. You know what? That's that's another reason I actually like Orlando, too, is because Universal Studios is there as well. Sorry. I didn't mean to diss Universal. <laughs> isn't? No, I think Universal is at both, isn't it? It's just that we didn't mention it. Oh, you might be right. It might be at both. Yeah. I've never been to the, the one in uh, California, if it is. Hmm. Right. So... There's another thing that he did in order to take the money. See, it was, you know what? He had a multi-layered approach to his fraud, which if you want to have a process set up, you got to have multiple levels to your process just in case one process breaks, right? So this was a pretty smart criminal. He was like Michael Jackson, a smooth criminal. <laughs> so the other thing that they're saying that he did was um, he falsified records in the payroll system and then uh, uh, in the bank statements and he paid out amounts that weren't due to anyone to his personal bank account and he put in the system valid quote-unquote valid reasons that included accrued PTO and things like that. So whoever was reconciling these accounts had one heck of a time because they would see line items that said accrued PTO for certain employees. Well, he was probably reconciling. There you go. That's where <laughs> I was going with it. Yeah. Yeah. So now Hal is asking, did he take PTO from fictitious employees? Hal, they're saying just the opposite. They're saying that they were legitimate employees, but he would fake the PTO. He would say that PTO was due and that's why he made certain distributions even though PTO wasn't due. <laughs> why do you suppose um, this LinkedIn user is saying, I bet he never actually took a vacation himself? That's Stephanie. That, that's kind of funny. I bet, I bet, I bet, you're probably right. I bet he didn't. <laughs> and now Mark actually makes a, a, a legit, well, Stephanie wasn't joking either with it, uh, but Mark right. Makes another point. They never can. Somebody else would be doing his work. There you go. No yeah. can do. Yeah. You cannot take vacation time because if you do, then, you know, the fraud is discovered. Right. That's kind of crazy, though, isn't it? Yeah. Like to get away with it for 12 years, too. So another reason he gave when it was false, uh, false payouts he said that uh it was a negative tax withholding meaning something they screwed up the taxes and need to reimburse for the taxes and then a final reason that he gave was he said that some of it was a deduction for tuition remission and i'm guessing that's something like tuition reimbursement or something like that um wow wow but here's, here's the other thing that's got me real curious, though. When it was a tax item or a tuition reimbursement item, who was reconciling those accounts? Because it's usually not the, well, okay. It's usually not necessarily the payroll department. It's usually payroll in conjunction with human resources. Right. So maybe he was the HR and the payroll. Ooh, that would be interesting. I didn't see that, but that, that would be an interesting because in my head, I couldn't wrap my brain around that one, right? Like, have you ever worked anywhere where you got tuition reimbursement? 
Yes. Right. And, and so you had to provide HR with a copy of, right. you know, the Different receipt. Hands. Of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. So I wonder how he got away with that. Hal says, can I have his unused PTO? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's a good question. How much PTO does he have now since he's uh, um, been indicted and, and maybe arrested? I know he's been indicted so far. And he's left the company and he probably never took vacation because he was committing fraud. So how much unused PTO does he have? And maybe wow. he can use that to, to pay his bond, his bail. Ooh, yeah. Mm. I mean, it depends how long he can carry it over for, I guess, the amount. Mm. You know, that, that that's true. That's true. Mark, I know it was a bad assumption. That, that was a very bad assumption on my part. Yeah, yeah. Very Which bad Which one is he talking about? All of the assumptions that I made were bad. <laughs> pick one you know the fact that i assumed that he wasn't doing the reconciliation and somebody from hr was no they couldn't have been in order for this to go on for 12 years now hal says it's an art institute he probably was the whole accounting department and the payroll department yeah probably so you right here's what's funny though those art institutes they're everywhere though like literally they are everywhere which leads you to believe that they must be making some kind of money. I mean, they're probably like what the University of Phoenix was back in the day where they had campuses everywhere. Okay. So I, I, don't, I don't know. That, that's, that's weird. Um, that what, weird? State, what state was this in? Did you say? Oh, yeah. This one was, uh, where was this one? Chicago, Illinois. But the the art institute is everywhere have you ever seen well let me see let me pull oh up. i see yeah yeah yes i have seen them yeah i thought we were just talking art institutes in general but it's the art institute the art institute yeah the the big one with the uh the logo that's red let's see i'll pull it up in just a second i and i guess there was like uh, this guy virtual... oh that's the that. guy, the criminal? Oh, no, 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 no. This is the Art Institute right oh, here. That guy is actually a famous uh, rapper out of Atlanta. Oh, right. So, I, you know, <laughs> Kelly actually found our guy on Facebook. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not often we get to take a look at the criminal. I mean, they always look like normal guys or normal gals. Ooh, Hal says the Art Institute or Trump University or any other once reputable <laughs> institute. Oh, you mean, Mark, you mean the different ones in the different cities? I think they're all under the umbrella of the Art Institute and then, you know, they just have their different locations in different cities. Right. Yeah. And I guess if payroll is in every city and virtual and in-person, remote workers and in-person workers, it's hard to keep track of for someone else. Nobody else can say if that was a weird 
payment. But I mean, if he was in the accounting department, I guess. Yeah. Now, this is interesting, though. Maybe I have the wrong place because I don't see Illinois up here. Hmm. Ah. This is very interesting. Let me uh, let me go back and uh, check the story here. Or ITI Institute Trump. Oh, you know what? This was just the Art Institute of Chicago. This wasn't. Okay. Uh, okay. Gotcha. So this was this place. Hold on one second, you guys. Yeah, Sorry. You, we, we better take back what we were saying, Robert. We might. Get I canceled. better take it all back. This was just the Art Institute of uh, Chicago. So Art Institute it is what? Wait, no. Heck, this might not be it either. Wait a minute. Oh, man, I want to go to that one. Just saw Salvador yeah. Dali. Ah, you saw some art you liked, huh? Yeah, the classics. So, yeah, that was it. It was the Art Institute of Chicago. It wasn't the, the famous big art institute. It was the one that Bonita likes right here. Yeah, I'm going to. That's on my list. Well, you can buy tickets. Let's see. How much are the tickets, Bonita? When <laughs> would you like to go? I don't know. Maybe in the summer. Summertime. Okay, let's let's see. Summertime. Yeah, on my way back from the fraud retreat. Oh, so that would be in August. So mm -hmm. let's see. You could go on August the 5th. That's Saturday. You could leave the fraud retreat. And uh, let's see. Which tickets do you want, Bonita? Do you want general admission are not available yet for this date? Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they may be doing some revamping of their uh, payment processes after this. Maybe he did IT as well. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he did IT graphic design and... He accepted payments as well. Oh, wow. So now our lovely people in the audience are dropping in uh, links to a bunch of stories. Uh, so Amy dropped in a link to the actual story. But Hal, Hal found another one that's quite interesting. Let's see if I can pull it up. The Art Institute of California closes stranding students and disappointing alumni. And that is the, the actual Red uh, Art Institute that uh, that I was showing earlier. So apparently the one in California closed. Thank you, Hal. And they also said, what is Hal saying here? Um, let's see. Oh, wow. The closures come as the parent company, Dream Center Education Holdings, is accused of Department of Education mishandling of about $13 million in federal financial aid money. Now, look, we, we know that this wow. happens a lot, right? Um, there was even controversy at one point in time with the University of Phoenix and federal financial aid money. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And Mark is right. Hell, that is a bigger story than the $1 million. Yeah, we, we should do that one next. We really should. That That's a lot bigger story. Um, <laughs> By a million pretty doggone interesting it gets interesting when the department of education is telling you you're spending your money wrong but wow <laughs> that is insane all right all right all right all right so so everybody thank you for joining us on episode number 97 so it looks like what you guys want 
for, for episode 100 is a recap episode along with everybody. So the, that begs the question, though, Mark, are you free for episode 100? Because that'll be in, what, three weeks, if my math is right. <laughs> oh, wow. So we get uh, me, Joe, Kelly, Mark, Thomas, Galena, and I Galena. guess you now, Bonita. Now, here's what I'm wondering. Do we get a special guest appearance from Mr. Hal Guerin? That is what I am wondering. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's Hal, what you I got wondering. three weeks notice. Three weeks notice. Now, Shri is saying that we should do Alex Murdoch. Um, I saw that. Shri sent me the story the other day. We, I'm thinking about it. I'm I'm really thinking about it because that that's a that's a tangled web. That's from murder to stealing. It sounds intriguing, Shri. Yeah, yeah. But again, that begs the question: Mark, are you available? Mark says like the 23rd of March. I think so. I think it is because I actually have all the shows planned out up until that day. I left that one blank um, because I I, I was going to ask everyone, what do they want to see? Because you remember the first episode? You guys remember the first episode that we ever did? You remember it? It was called The Crappy Company and it was the poop company that (laughs) it was... It was the poop company. Um, I still think that's my favorite one. Ooh, Mark said he's available that week. So now here's the other question, though. Do we want to bring on people who have never, ever been guest hosts, but people who have been avid listeners, you know, like Amy and Stephanie? And do we want to just make it a party? Ooh, an auditor party. 24th. It's the 24th on a Friday. 24th? Okay. Yeah. Hal is doing the math for us because accountants can't add. Three plus 21 is 24. (laughs) But, you know, now that I'm thinking, though, this is a good idea. We can bring on uh, Clarence. Good old Clarence. Clarence, you still listening? We could possibly get Alaba from uh, uh, Alaba's in Nigeria, I believe. Quite Uh, the time difference. Yeah, there is a time difference. But... uh, we could bring on a bunch of people who are just listeners and have one big party. I'm that Googling what time in Nigeria now. <laughs> yeah, it's 936 know. in Nigeria right now. PM. Ooh, Clarence says he's here. So Clarence on the 24th. What do you say? Stephanie, you still here? Amy, you still here? Amy's a little shy. I don't think Amy's going to come on. That'd be, a, that'd be a fun 100th episode party. I like it. Now, that's Stephanie. Stephanie's saying she's all about a good party. <laughs> Stephanie, yes. So, does that mean I have a party to plan? Now, I'm bad at party planning. Yeah, you have an event to plan now. I have an event to plan. Doggone it. I have an event to plan. Hey, did I mention the fraud retreat? August 3rd and 4th, right? I think it's August 3rd and 4th. Go to fraudretreat.com, everybody. 
Yeah, go to fraudretreat.com and then you'll see. And, you know, I keep on telling everyone I know that there's going to, um, you guys are having the FBI agent that was on the Bernie Mayoff case. Yes. So, yes. I mean, that's pretty fun. So that's going to be fun. So Amy says that she will be in Austria on the 24th. So what we what we kind of expect, though, are really good pictures from Austria. That's what we're going to be looking mm -hmm. for. And Clarence says if he's not in a Enjoy meeting. Enjoy the slopes. Yeah, I know, right? I know. Mm -hmm. Benita, you ski, don't you? I do. But, you know, I haven't skied because I was in Houston and the States. I haven't skied for five years, I was telling someone. So... I'm going to go and hang out on the bunny hills during the spring because uh, the snow is slushy and it's not ice, right? So it's easier for if you're just getting back into it. So is there anything smaller than the bunny hills? I'm thinking I just need like a little clump of snow to kind of practice on. Yeah, it goes bunny hill and then green runs, blue runs, black runs. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So there, there's, there's nothing like a driveway that I could just ski down. Right? Yeah, you could, you could uh, borrow any of my family's driveways. My you aunt had four feet of snow last week. You know, here's what's funny. I bet a lot of people don't even know that you are an avid golfer too. I do, and. That would be a fun thing to do is get a foursome or an eightsome or whatever for the fraud retreat. I mean, surely the Gaylord has a golf course. There's only one problem. Huh? I suck at golf. Oh, no, I suck at golf, too. That's fine. <laughs> but either you're not fooling anyone. Don't you have your own clubs? Yes, I do. But that doesn't mean you're a good golfer. You know that, right? Very true. You know, I'm good at driving the golf cart. Mm-hmm. You always need a caddy. Yeah, no, I'm not a good caddy. I'm just good at driving the golf cart. That's mm -hmm. it. That's, That's all it. you need to do. Yeah. Well, while I'm driving it, sometimes I run into some art. <laughs> oh, my goodness. On a golf course, yeah, I guess that's that's possible. It's possible. So, oh, all right. Surely. Oh, I get it. <laughs> I was bringing it back to the story. I was bringing it back to the story. Stephanie says the bunny hill for her as well. Really? Wait a minute now. Amy says cross-country skiing. Oh, wow. Now, that's pretty interesting. A really good workout. Cross country is actually harder for me than Alpine. That's what I was thinking. And it mm. is a really good workout. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> All right, guys. So thank you for joining us on episode number 97. Now, the last thing I'm going to ask you guys to do for me is... If you like this program, tell all of your friends, go to our YouTube channel, subscribe to it, go to your favorite podcasting platform, subscribe to it so you can be notified. I typically get these out on Saturday mornings. You got an audit staff or a fraud staff, 
make them listen to it. And I do mean make them because we're funny. CPEs. Sometimes you get CPEs. Sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. But yeah. So if you really like it, spread the word. Spread the word. And on I that note, see you next Thanks week. Thanks for having me.